Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Eckweilen, and I am bringing back this series of exploring your practices. And this week, I am so excited and so honored to have tarot author, reader, and healer, Nancy Hendrickson with us. Hey, welcome, Nancy. Oh, April, thank you so much for the invite. I'm, I love being here. I'm so excited to chat with you and find out about, um, you know, your your journey and your story. And I know we'll be getting into it with your um, your books that I have come across. And I even I, I carry in the shop and they are very quite pop. They're quite popular. Um, your right. ancestral tarot and your ancestral grimoire. But I want to know what before we start getting into those, what, what's your story? How did you, you know, get into tarot and how did you ultimately like incorporate ancestry with it? You know, it, it actually was kind of the ancestry first that I grew up in a family that always told family stories from way back. Wow. And so I was aware of and really working with ancestors starting about age eight. And so I was always tuned in to that world. Plus, there were a lot of deaths in my family by the time I was a teenager. So working with the other side of the veil was really natural. It felt really natural to me. Yeah. um, I took a class, I started taking classes in my very early 20s from Jessica Macbeth, who is the author of the fairies oracle and she taught healing with tarot so so i've always combined for me tarot is a healing modality mm-hmm. and i learned you know she taught us to rely on our intuition and oftentimes instead of reading cards she would bring out a plate of chocolate chip cookies and have you read the cookie for the person instead of reading the cards. So it was great exercises in trusting what you're hearing. And so as I read tarot with the ancestors, I do hear. So I listen for whatever the messages are. Mm -hmm. And towards uh, uh, when we wrap up here, I'll, I'll give you a demonstration of that. Okay, cool. Awesome. So anyway, over time, the two just combined and they are a perfect pair for me because I'm not a a quote medium in that I can't sit here and tell you channel like the Long Island medium, Uh but I do have that portal with tarot. So uh, I I channel in that way using the cards. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I... I love that. And there's so much like a lot of people like like they come into the shop or they interact in our Facebook group and everything with wanting to work with ancestors. And I know I've been drawn to really work with ancestors and and everything. And when I saw, you know, your your books and everything, I was like, oh, I need to I need to find out more about this. So, so what is, what is ancestral tarot? What break it down for us? Well, in, in the ancestral tarot book, 
I really introduce people to several things. One of them is learning to read court cards, which everybody hates. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's like if you do a five card spread and four of them are court cards, it's like, oh my God, what do I do with these? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But in ancestral work, you identify the ancestor by court cards. So I spend a lot of time actually talking about the courts and how they aren't just, you know, a, a blonde woman of middle age. You know, we really look at personality. Mm-hmm. And so ancestral tarot introduces you to the whole world of how to work with the ancestors using tarot. And the whole book is um, filled with exercises for you to touch in with the ancestors that are actually your DNA, your blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're actually, you know, your mom, her mom, etc. And we talk about ancestors of time, which are the ancestors you would have had in another lifetime. And the third type, because, you know, I I believe that many people, we, we travel in groups through time. And I think we travel with people that we are very close to, or people that we have issues to work out, that we have stuff to work out. Mm -hmm. And the third thing that I talk about is ancestors of place. And that is trying to tap into ancestors who came from wherever your DNA says you came from. Oh yeah. Okay. And so the, for me, the value of that, and now I'm kind of switching over to ancestral grimoire is let's say, because DNA is so popular and Mm -hmm. so popular. So let's say that you find that your DNA is in France, just throwing that out. You know, for me, this it's then okay. I'm going to go research what was what was the the folk magic in France? What way back? What what did what did magical people do? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it might have been growing healing herbs. It could have been laying on of hands. It could have been crystal work. I don't know, but for me, that's one of the things I love with DNA. Is it allows me to go back in time and find an ancestor who I think was magical. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot. And I've, you know, I, I went down the whole, like, you know, doing the, the ancestry DNA, you know, that, that stuff. I, I mean, I knew like what, you know, growing up, I, you know, I was told, you know, well, your your part of your family is Polish, part of your family is German. And I said, but I, I need to know more. I need to get kind of really kind of in deep. And I, did the ancestry stuff. And I have a lot of, you know, Slavic, very high, high. And so now I've been noticing I'm attracted to that and kind of figuring out. And just like you said, kind of going back and trying to figure out what, what, what they did back then and how it resonates with what I do now. Exactly. And, you know, if you, if you know kind of where your genetic roots came from, I guarantee you're going to find somebody magical in your bloodline because I don't think any of us are drawn to this work that we're the first and only. I believe that we all, if we're in this work, we have magical bloodlines. Yeah. Ancestral grimoire was really structured around here are 12 different types of magic. See which ones feel good to you. Which ones do you not care about? Try and find one that is really an ancestral gift to you. Uh-huh. 
and explore it. Yeah, that's, I, I'm definitely in the process of starting to go through it. And I would, it's kind of like, you know, you mentioned there's somebody in your bloodline that that's my goal is to find that somebody, because right now I feel like I'm the only one. And how did I get here? And why am I the way I am? Because nobody else in my family is, they all look at me with a side eye, you know? <laughs> I think we're all in that place. But, mm -hmm. you know, one thing that, and this is in Grimoire, I do a lot of work with the pendulum. Mm. So I, and this is on my iPad, I actually pull up a world map and, and here's my pendulum right here. Yeah. I, 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 put my pendulum over each continent and my pendulum will like wiggle uh -huh. on the right continent. And then I use it to find the country. Then I made up little index cards, just like these. Uh -huh. I put centuries, 19th century, 18th century, 17th uh -huh. and I draw the cards. So it puts me in a time period and a place. Okay. And then I really can to really deep dive into the magic of that place and they might have called it something different i mean it, it maybe it was the village healer we don't uh -huh. know right right yeah like the only thing i know like a uh, great 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 grandmother just going back just there was a midwife Okay. That's, that, that, that's all, that's all I know. And I'm like, okay, well that explains what my, you know, my career was prior to, you know, running my shop full time and doing what I'm doing now, you know, I was in the birth world. So okay. I, I did that, but it's like, okay, there has to be something more. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's perfect though. Is that there is that line that has mm -hmm. to do with healing of mm -hmm. some kind. And in your case and, and your great grandmothers or your great, great, was about birthing. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Over time, it could have been somebody who not only worked with humans birthing, but animals who mm -hmm. knows, you know, uh, I, I do. A, and I really encourage you or your listeners uh, to use the pendulum because, oh my mm -hmm. God, you get so much information. About I'll have to incorporate that. Ancestors. Oh, it's, I, I probably use the, the pendulum as much as I do tarot. Wow. Okay. And I, I, I've, I've, and I think it's interesting. And now I'm going to break out my iPad and try it with, yeah. try it with yeah. my pendulum. Well, you know, and you can also pull it, let's say you came from Poland, you're mm -hmm. genetically pull up a map of Poland and just run the, the pendulum over the map and see where it it reacts to you. Uh -huh. it, it, it's incredibly accurate. Wow. Oh, I'm excited. I know what I'm going to be. I know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Pull up so, that map at your pendulum. Yeah, right? Yeah. And you know, I will say this, and I don't know what your shop is in terms of what you carry, but do you carry pendulums? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pendulum. I mean, I'm your typical, typical witch shop. Okay. <laughs> you know? So... I would actually, as, as people come into your shop, try different pendulums. Are you good for ancestral work? Because not all of them are. Mm -hmm. I, I would Some of them are great for healing work. Some mm -hmm. of them for general stuff. But I have one, and it's the only one. I, I think I have five pendulums. It's the only one that's a really, it's great for ancestral. And um, 
I know we, you probably weren't planning on talking about this, but I'm going to tell you one way of really working with the pendulum and getting better over time mm-hmm. is practicing is I'll just randomly choose a, a card in my head, like queen of pentacles. Mm-hmm. And I'll split my deck into four piles and I'll use my pendulum to see if it can find the pile the queen of pentacles is in. Ah. So it, over time, you working with the pendulum and sinking your energy, it can be so accurate. It's it's spooky. So I like that. Try that. Uh, it's just a matter of practice. Yeah, yeah. Like any divination tool. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, 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 okay. I'm gonna. All right, you're giving me. You're giving me all these ideas, Nancy, yeah. that I that I need to do. So, like. With I I was flipping through you know the you know both books but the the ancestral grimoire and everything and I noticed that you break it up into like months. I do. So talk about that. Like what what's what's that all all about? Well, you know what I wanted to introduce various types of magic mm-hmm. that your that an ancestor would have been. And, and adapt that uh, they would have been an expert and so January for example is just introducing you to an ancestor in your own bloodline mm-hmm. who was great at magical things February was working on somebody who could do manifestation March somebody who was a healer on on and on through the months it gave me an opportunity in each month to write about that type of magic, do exercises for people to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it may, it may feel really right with you and it may not because, you know, I do a, an ancestral grimoire group on Facebook and I've told people, you know, feel free to, to come in on the month that really interests you leave on the, you know, the other months because everybody is drawn to something mm-hmm. and, some people will stay all year long. Other people will come in and out because like February was manifestation and people had so much success that everybody is like, yeah, I've got manifestation magic in my bloodline. Wow. So that's why I did the months is so it gives you an opportunity to do things maybe you've never done. Like uh, next month, uh, we're working with the spirits of the land. Uh-huh. I, which is probably one of my favorites. Some people have never worked with the spirit of the land, like the spirits of whatever is under your house. Right. Because there are like, I don't want to call them gatekeepers. They're like, I kind of call them the old ones whose energy was in this land before we ever built on it. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's really, really interesting. And again, using the pendulum, I, I did a thing in, in my old neighborhood that I would, I walked around the block with the uh-huh. pendulum so I could actually find the places around the block that had high energy oh. that, that liked working with me. So that's, again, the pendulum, uh, you can tell I love working. With yeah, it. that's, I, I love, I, these are all like great tips and tricks and I'm, yeah, I, I'll be, yep. 
I'm going to walk around with my pendulum in my neighborhood and people are probably going to side eye me, but oh, well, who, whatever. That's okay. Um, well, that's okay. And, and you know, I will tell you, if you want, you can draw a rectangle, a rectangle of your block and hold mm-hmm. the pendulum over it. If you don't want yeah. to be out. Oh no. Oh no. I, I, I fully go, I go out in my front, my front yard, you know, on full moons and stuff. I'm burning stuff. I've got, oh no, no. I'm sure I am known as the, the neighborhood, um, crazy lady, witch, whatever. So that does not bother me at all. That's good. Um, where, where are you located? I am in, so I'm in Florida. I am in my, my city is winter garden. Um, but I'm basically the Orlando area. I'm 10 miles away from Disney world. Oh, okay. So, so okay. yeah, so I'm in, I'm in right in central, central Florida. So, um, so yeah. So with, with, using like you know doing ancestor work and using tarot and everything what what about somebody who is brand new to both so we get you know I get a lot of people in the shop who are new to tarot they want to they want to start just using tarot and then I have the people who are new to ancestor work and now we have this you know melding of the two what are some like tips and tricks resources and whatnot um, for somebody who is brand new, you know, to this, how they can start like baby steps of, of working. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of of two minds about the tarot because I, I know tarot very well, mm-hmm. but I actually read intuitively. Mm-hmm. So I always hate telling people you have to learn by the book before you right. start reading because uh, I think for some people, they just have an intuitive gift and trust trust it. So kind of going back to your question, you know, I am a great believer in whatever I see on that card, I let that image jump at me or I walk into the card and I can tell how it feels. Mm-hmm. So I'm much more a feel intuitive tarot reader. And so I would tell people, trust trust the picture because, you know, like I have a tarot deck here. I know we, that nobody can see it, but I have one that's a collage deck. I have one that's Rider weight. You know, I have another one that has animals. I think you're drawn to the deck you are really meant to use. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage people, pick up the deck you're drawn to, start asking questions, ask questions that you already know the answer to. See if tarot agrees with you. Yeah. It, it, you know, I'd love for everybody to take a tarot class. I mean, yeah. honestly, but I also am a great believer in trusting your intuition. And in terms of the family thing, again, most of us know our parents and grandparents. So that's a great place to start. And if you're adopted, you can still do this work because even if you don't know your birth parents or grandparents, they know you. Right. Know you. So you can do all the exercises regardless. And I would just say start start with who you knew. Uh-huh. Start um, with I, who you knew. I like that. I I think that's in in what you said about like the tarot and not like focusing on just the the textbook definition of what like each card is. I mean, I get, I, you know, people come in all the time and they're like, well, I don't know the meanings. And I'm like, 
that's fine. You don't, you know, go with your gut, go with your intuition. Look at the picture. What does that picture say, you know, to you? And it's just, I think some, some people get caught up on the whole, oh, I don't know it if I'm not following the textbook, you know, interpretation of it. And yet some cards are self-explanatory. If you look at like the two of swords, which is the woman sitting by the beach with her arms crossed and she's usually blindfolded. I mean, the reality is it doesn't matter if you know tarot, she's sitting there and going nowhere. I mm-hmm. mean, it is a, I'm stuck here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can tell by the card, just the picture that woman is not out falling in love or having a job. She's going nowhere. Right. Right. You know, I really encourage people just to look at the picture. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell the picture says a thousand words. That's for sure. With this, uh, with this talk of, you know, tarot and interpreting and interpreting cards and such. So um, we like to hear, pick a card of the week um, to kind of, kind of focus on and get people thinking how it, you know, impacts them and how it resonates with them. And I would love it if you could pick that card and tell us, you know, tell us what you're, what you're getting from it. That would be awesome. I I will tell you, I'm going to draw a card for the week, but I'm going to ask for a message from one of your ancestors. Okay. 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 So I've got two decks here. Let me just see what comes up. Oh, okay. This is from an ancestor who lived in the late 1890s, was a woman, a little scandalous, actually, a little (laughs) scandalous. So let me draw a tarot card and see what her message is for everybody, but especially for you. Okay. Okay, let's see what we've got going here. Ah, the moon. Mm. The moon card. So, you know, generally speaking, we know the moon is telling us, trust your intuition. Stop trying to figure out everything by logic because it doesn't always work that way. The world does not run in a linear fashion. Trust your intuition. But it also brings a little bit of a warning, which is sometimes things are not what you think they are. Sometimes, I'll just say this, uh, it may look like a goblin and it's a tree outside your window. You don't always trust your eyes. Mm -hmm. Don't always trust your eyes. Really pull down into your gut with the moon and listen oh my god listen for the answer you know the messages come to us so often and most people walk around with everything turned off and they're Mm -hmm. not open to the messages so the moon card for this week pay special attention to the messages around you it could be a feather flying down at your feet could be a neighborhood cat talking to you Mm-hmm. could be a shooting star we don't know pay attention hey huh i'm gonna have to go look into this ancestor stuff. look into her she was a bit of she was i'll say she was a risk taker huh 
she would now you said you are the outlier in your family yeah she, she would have been the outlier in her family okay so she did not appear just for the hell of it there is a reason she's here for you so okay well i've got i've got some I've got some work, yes, to do. work to do. Yes, I have do. some. You're giving me some homework here. Okay, Good. I'm here. I'm here for it. So, Good. how can our listeners connect with you? Find you? Find out more about what you do? Oh. Your your books and stuff. How can they find you? Okay, my website is sageandshadow.com, and it always tells where I'm doing things or what I'm up to. And uh, I am most active on Instagram and my handle is Nancy Sage Shadow. Okay. Uh, I'm on there every day. I love to meet people. I, I, I just, I really love to have that kind of one-on-one -on -one communication with, with people who follow me. Okay. Awesome. So, and we'll make sure to put, um, I'll put all of that information in the show notes so people, yeah. people can have it and, you know, information about the ancestral um, tarot and the ancestral grimoire and so they can have it and um yeah this was awesome thank you great. thank you so, so much much i appreciate you coming on and chatting about this and like now i have homework and now you have homework. usually it's that. me telling people hey you got this homework this week and now it's like i gotta do the work all right yeah you gotta do it i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to let you know what i find out about I, this i uh, would love to know ancestor okay. i will awesome. okay all thank right you. so thank you Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. And thank you again, Nancy, for letting me chat with you. This has been a production of The Still Room, music by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget to check out our Facebook coven, Awaken the Witch, and following us on both Instagram and Facebook. And hey, don't forget, Raven has her own has her own uh, Instagram. She's actually been here in the office with me the whole time, snoozing on the couch, listening to us chat but she is raven the shop cat over on instagram so um go over there and see what she's up to so thank you again nancy thank i you. appreciate it and we will um we'll chat with you guys next time take care witches blessed be Bye.